following is a presentation of the Michigan Sports Network. Fridays on the Huge Show across Michigan are brought to you by Van Andel Arena, DeVos Performance Hall, and DeVos Place in downtown GR. And here's what's on the calendar. January 10th through the 15th, Broadway Grand Rapids presents six with eight performances inside DeVos Performance Hall. Tickets on sale now at Ticketmaster.com. January 19th, it will be the Winter Jam featuring We the Kingdom, Jeremy Camp, Andy Minio, Ann Wilson, Austin French, Disciple, and it's hosted by New Song. That will be inside Van Andel Arena. No tickets needed. $15 donations accepted at the door. January 22nd, the Harlem Globetrotters are back inside Van Andel Arena. The 2023 World Tour presented by Jersey Mike Subs. Tickets on sale now at Ticketmaster.com. And January 27th and 28th, the Professional Bull Riders Tour presents the Pendleton Whiskey Velocity Tractor Supply Classic inside Van Andel Arena. It's a two-day show. Tickets on sale now at Ticketmaster.com. And January 30th, Dancing with the Stars Live with special guest Gabby Windy inside DeVos Performance Hall in downtown Grand Rapids. Tickets on sale now at Ticketmaster.com. And don't forget about the camper travel and RV show inside DeVos Place January 12th through the 15th in downtown GR and the remodeling and new home show January 20th through the 22nd at DeVos Place. Fridays on the Huge Show Across Michigan are presented by Van Andel Arena, DeVos Performance Hall, and DeVos Place in downtown GR. Are you ready for huge opinions on the Lions, Tigers, Wings, Pistons, Michigan, MSU, and every sports team in the state of Michigan? It's time for the Huge Show. From the east side to the west side to the UP, the Huge Show is on air statewide on the Michigan Sports Network. Voice your huge opinions now at 1-866-838-HUGE. That's 1-866-838-4843. You ready? Now, let's go to the Auto Value Bumper to Bumper Parts Studio with the huge one, Bill What's up, Michigan? It is our number two on a full Friday of basketball, football, Michigan TCU tomorrow, Ohio State, Georgia. We got bowl games going on. Also, I saw Ronaldo signed a contract to play for a pro team in Saudi Arabia. $75 million a year. $75 million. So... About an hour ago, just before we began the show, I said, hey, Ronaldo signed $75 million a year. And he goes, Rivera? And I paused and I, he thought I said Geraldo. <laughs> yeah, Ronaldo signed the $75 million deal with Saudi Arabia with a pro soccer club there. Superfly. Rivera? And I know some are going to say, oh, Saudi Arabia, oh, they're, they're taking money. And Saudis are going to bid for the 2030 World Cup. And remember, that that's the same Saudi fund uh, countrywide that they have with the Live Golf Tour. Oh, but we have military bases there. And actually, a military base in the place he's playing. So anybody in America who calls out Ronaldo 
then talk to our government. We protect the Saudis. Right? Don't get me going on that. I said I wasn't going to talk about electric cars in hour one. I'm not talking about Saudi Arabia outside of Ronaldo Rivera. Is he the guy that did all that the TV shows? Come on, Superfly. You're a sports guy. Inside this hour, Doug Skeen, five-time Big Ten champion offensive lineman at the University of Michigan, late 80s, early 90s. Also a co-host on the Michigan Football Podcast with Chris Ballas at TheWolverine.com. Scheme will join us from the east side of the state momentarily. His thoughts on TCU Michigan tomorrow. Anthony Broom from the Wolverine.com team from their headquarters in Ann Arbor. They got team coverage out in Arizona with Clayton Safey and Chris Ballas, who we heard from last hour. If you missed that interview, just search the huge show where you download podcast. And then we're less than an hour away from our weekly DraftKings sportsbook app, NFL Power Hour. Former Steelers running back Merrill Hodge will join me. We'll talk about the Lions egg on Christmas Eve in Carolina. And what about the Bears matchup? And what about the Lions making the playoffs? Merrill Hodge, former Steelers running back, DraftKings sportsbook app, NFL Power Hour, here in about 55 minutes. Also, Jeff Risden from the LionsWire.com. And also a co-host on the Detroit Lions podcast. And one of our Lions NFL insiders, his thoughts on the Lions. Tom Rosenbach, I see on the list from Superfly Hayes, managing partner at Bean Garter, one of America's top accounting and business firms. They audit all of our contests. He'll take my bowl picks, including both semifinal games tomorrow. I did make my picks on Twitter, and I got blowout city across the board. Okay, I got blowout city. I got Michigan winning big, Georgia winning big, Lions winning big across the board. DraftKings Sportsbook app, big board, has Michigan giving TCU seven and a half. Take it all day. Wolverines 42, TCU 17. Georgia has only given Ohio State six. I don't know why. The game's in Atlanta. 38-21, 38-21, dogs, woof. And the Lions are giving the Bears six and a half, and I got the Lions winning on Sunday in downtown Detroit, 35-24. You can make your huge predictions. Add Huge Show on Twitter, The Huge Show on Facebook. Also, if you want a shot at winning a trip for two to L.A., if Michigan wins tomorrow, that trip courtesy of Soren Eagle and the Alumni Association of the University of Michigan. And you're 21 and up. Text CHAMPS, C-H-A-M-P-S, to 21000. Text CHAMPS to 21000. Entry deadline is Monday at noon. Must be 21 then or one entry per phone number. Spread the word to your Michigan friends and maybe even your Michigan State or Ohio State friends. Because if Michigan doesn't win tomorrow against TCU, the alternate grand prize is a trip for two to golf in Savannah, Georgia, and get a day, round two, of the 2023 Masters inside Augusta with VIP access to their premium village. Yeah, that, that's the backup prize. So if you're a Michigan State or Ohio State fan, you could root for Michigan to lose because if you texted champs to 21,000, you'll have a shot to win the backup prize. Everybody wins. Doug Skeen, he's a 
fabulous golfer, one of those serious guys where it's like a beer every nine because he's looking <laughs> to have the low score. Former Michigan offensive lineman, five-time Big Ten champion, late 80s, early 90s, co-host on the Michigan football podcast at thewolverine.com. He's standing by in the Meyer guest line. How you doing, Skeener? I'm doing great, Bill. I want to go to the Masters. So do I. I want the backup prize. I've been trying to figure out how I can win that. Not that I cheat on contests. I don't want people to think that, okay? <laughs> but, yeah. Well, think about this, though. If you are a Michigan State or ND or Ohio State, one of the you know three teams I think hate Michigan for the most part, you could enter the contest, text the word CHAMPS to 21000. That's all you have to do. And then cheer for Michigan to lose, and you'll be in the drawing for – I don't even think there's a price – on a trip that would be a chartered jet uh, with the Alumni Association of the University of Michigan to Savannah, Georgia, a couple nights hotel. You'll golf at a top-shelf resort, then bus over to Augusta, and you get a full-day badge for round two of the Masters with access to the premium village, and everything's free. That's uh, that sounds like golfer's dream. Sign mm. me up for that. I'll I'll take that trip. And the winner, uh, we uh, Monday at three. The winner is Doug Skeen, and he's taking Bill <laughs> Simons. <laughs> We're in. <laughs> All right. Uh, what what are your thoughts about that game tomorrow? Now on the eve of Michigan TCU and that college football playoff semi. Well, there's always the concern of rust, Bill. It's been a while since Michigan's played football, and you get used to timing, and you get used to feel for everybody. And from experience, I know you get into a bowl game, that first couple series, it, it takes a minute to get back to game speed and being used to it. So that's a concern. Uh, on the other side of the, 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 the football field there, TCU's quarterback concerns me because I think he's real gritty, and the kid's just a winner. He's never going to quit, so that's always a threat when you got somebody back there slinging the ball around and running it the way he does. But I do feel in the end, I feel good about Michigan's chances because of who we are and the way this team blocks and the way they impose themselves upon their opponents. I think that Michigan's just going to be a little bit too much in the end for TCU, so I like our chances tomorrow afternoon. Yeah, I like Michigan big. I, I really look at the TCU defense, and I know a lot of people will point to Look what they did at Texas and Robinson. You know, Mike. You know, probably second best running back in America this year uh, behind a healthy Corum. Uh, but the quarterback uh, wasn't fully healthy, so I, I don't think they could get the ball down the field. Sarkeesian in Texas. So uh, I look at the numbers and the yardage and the points they gave up. And I know they have that gritty quarterback and gritty offense. But I, I don't see this as a typical Big 12 shootout game that's going to be 42-38. I think Michigan will be able to pound the football, dictate when they want to throw, start to finish, and be in control of the game. The only thing is, what you mentioned with the rust, Doug, and I do agree, uh, you know, you've been blessed to not give away games or struggle too much outside of Illinois this year. And what if you have a couple of, you know, miscues and a, a bounce a ball off a helmet that's an interception, then a fumble, then a kick return, and you're down 21-7, something we haven't seen all year from Michigan. Well, that's, that's certainly the possibility, right? So that's where this offseason can hurt teams, and that's why the preparation goes into these practices as intensely as it does. But Michigan's got to pick up where they left off in Columbus 
getting on to uh, Doc Lyman, the linebacker combo blocks like we do so well, creating a crease there for Edwards or whoever it is who's got that football in their hand to take off and go. And like I say, every week in every game, when it comes time to pass, the Michigan offensive line has got to keep J.J. McCarthy clean and healthy and warm and fuzzy happy, especially in the first quarter of this football game, to get this offense going if, in fact, TCU lines up and comes with the Ohio State defensive game plan to commit to stop the run, then we're going to have to throw the football. I don't think that's too far out of the realm of possibility. I think it's pretty likely that TCU will come with an intention to stop the run at all costs and make us do it all over again and let, like we did in the first half of there in Columbus. So, But, again, I think in the end, there's too much experience, Bill. There's too much There's too much. Uh, uh, I don't know, the challenges that Michigan has been through and the tight game against Illinois and going down and winning at Columbus, which, quite frankly, I don't know if any of these kids were even alive the last time Michigan did that. This team's got a different chip on its shoulder, so that part makes me feel pretty good. Yeah, unless Michigan gives it away, uh, not that it will be easy, but I I think it will be similar to what we've seen, and I've lined up their opponents uh, and looking at who Michigan has played, and I would put... TCU behind Ohio State and Penn State as the third best team they've faced all season. Well, I don't think there's any question about that. So, you know, it's, it's those two games. Obviously, Michigan, we handled Penn State. Penn State didn't get a first down until late in the second quarter. So, Michigan's defense has the ability to uh, shut people down. And I think that defense of Michigan's gets overshadowed by the Michigan offense and some of the, the players are over there. And I think they use that to their advantage. So, you know, I, I think that, you know, it, you, you've got Michigan winning big. I do think this game's going to be tighter than people think. This TCU is battle-tested. I know it's the Big 12, and we all like to kind of laugh at the Big 12 because they don't play defense. But, but TCU has found a way to win in big moments away from their home stadium. The Baylor game and the Texas game come to mind. And so I think this game's going to be a little closer than people think. But, again, I think Michigan pulls this out. And then the question will be, will it be Georgia or Ohio State? When you look at that game, I mentioned on the DraftKings Sportsbook app, Big Board, Georgia, a game in Atlanta, basically a home game. I know Ohio State will be well represented with the ticket distribution, but only given Ohio State six in the last time we saw Ohio State, they got annihilated at home by Michigan? Yeah, that's what does Las Vegas know that the rest of us don't? That doesn't make any sense. Uh, Ohio State's best running back is not playing. Uh, Ohio State's defensive line is going to be the same one. That, um, same offensive line, same quarterback who I don't think likes to put his shoulder down and go make plays. So if Georgia can get some pressure on Stroud, I don't see how that goes well for the Buckeyes. You know, they're going to have, obviously, that Harrison Jr. out there. They've got other weapons. They are Ohio State. They've got great football players. But I don't know how the recipe is going to be any different against a Georgia team that arguably is a better version of what Michigan is the last couple of years. And so Georgia's got a defensive line that can absolutely cause you problems. And they got a quarterback who's better in tested, and they got a wonderful wide or tight end there that makes plays. And Georgia's got weapons everywhere. I, I just think Georgia wins that game by far more than six. I feel more confident about that uh, than uh, than how uh, than Michigan running away from TCU. I think Georgia wins pretty easily. 
Yeah, I, I have Georgia winning big, and I really just feel, uh, you know, Michigan, when you talk about battle-tested, and, and, and it's interesting, now, you know, halftime, Ohio State came on the road, uh, Illinois stretched uh, into the second half, but, you know, Penn State was close at first half, but the domination by Michigan in the second half this year, now, I, even, even if I look at the big boy schools, you know, and that's the, you know, looking back the last five years, the Alabamas, the Georgias, Georgia, who was just fabulous last year on defense. I haven't seen too many teams now who are in this penthouse category who just took over games in the second half like Michigan has done in every game this year. It is, it is impressive, Bill, what they've been able to do. Whatever they're saying in that locker room, wherever they are, home or away, this Michigan football team is pretty comfortable. They don't seem to get frazzled. And they haven't gotten themselves in too many bad spots. But whatever it is at halftime, this coaching staff does a really nice job of finding adjustments and sticking with them. But, you know, as I watch this team play throughout the course of the year, Bill, they just get better at the fundamentals as the game wears on. I, of course, I watch the offensive line very, very closely. You watch the interior of that offensive line play in the third and fourth quarter, we talk about it a lot this year. They just wear people down, and they wear people down. And when that defensive line gets a little tired, suddenly they're a, they're getting knocked back a little bit further into their linebackers. It's easier for our uncovered offensive linemen to get to a second-level linebacker and get a clean block. And then all of a sudden, there goes Corum. There goes Edwards. And the game breaks wide open. And when you can play that well through that long of a game, uh, what I mean by that is late into the Late into the game when you're pounding on people and it gets tough and it gets tiring, people start to blink. They start looking at the clock and they start wondering how long this is going to go on. And This is really hard. And that's when Michigan kind of crushes you. It's awesome to watch. It's been fun to watch. Let's just hope they can do it two more times. Doug Skeen, five-time Big Ten champion offensive lineman, late 80s, early 90s, also talented co-host of Chris Ballas for the Michigan Football Podcast that you can hear weekly at the Wolverine.com. Have you guys done uh, your podcast on the game tomorrow yet? Is that up? I have not done no, we've not done that yet, uh, Bill. So I know I know Chris has been feeling a little under the weather and uh, the holidays have been busy, so no, that one hasn't been done. Uh, we may have to just do a post game and see what happens. But uh, it's been a great holiday season. I'll tell you that. Yeah, it has. It's been really cool. Uh, I love just the vibe with you know, Michigan playing on New Year's Eve, playing the early game, uh, which really creates for what could be just one hell of a New Year's Eve tomorrow for those that want to grab a Bud Light at 3 in the afternoon or having a house party into New Year's and uh, the ball dropping at midnight. That should be fun. And if Michigan wins, then watching Georgia, Ohio State. And, man, no one has talked about it because they're not giving Ohio State a chance outside of Vegas, but... If that's Michigan-Ohio State a week from Monday in L.A., watch out. Wow. Yeah, yeah that one that one, that one, one makes me look and kind of go, hmm, I'm not sure I like the, the idea of having to beat them again. Uh, we talked about this, Ballas and I, in the podcast. I think you and I talked about it. I, I don't like the scenario. I think it's part of college football now. It's just going to happen. But it seems that it, it could diminish what happened in Columbus a month ago, and I don't like the idea of that. But it is what it is. Nowadays, college football is nothing like it used to be, and it's just part of reality now. If that happens, Michigan's going to have to find a way to rise up. But, again, 
like I talked about a minute or two ago, Bill, this Michigan team doesn't seem to blink. They stare their opponents right in the eyeballs, and they find a way to win. I feel pretty good about this team. And unless they make some sort of colossal mistakes, Michigan's got a chance to win this entire thing. Doug Skeen, enjoy the game tomorrow with the family and friends and guys you played with. Should be a incredible New Year's Eve for all of us all across Michigan. Absolutely. Be safe, Bill. Be safe out there, Michigan, and go blue. All right, Doug Skeen checking in on the Meyer guest line. And Meyer, proud to be longtime partners with the University of Michigan. Also, gear up for Michigan quality license official Wolverine gear. They even have some college football playoff gear with the Michigan colors and logo inside your local Meyer. If you're hosting a house party for the game tomorrow and New Year's Eve, it's a big day of celebrating. Uh, everything you need, all your favorite beverages and food uh, inside your local Meyer. I did mention on the DraftKings Sportsbook app, Michigan, seven and a half point favorite over TCU. Georgia, six point favorite over Ohio State. Get in on the college football playoff action. Download that DraftKings Sportsbook app and use code HUGE when you sign up to always get uh, the promo hookups and new customers who download the DraftKings Sportsbook app and use code HUGE when they sign up uh, can also drop a bet of just $5 on the pregame money line on any NBA team to win their game. This is for new customers. And if they win that game, you'll get $150 in free bets if they do. Plus, everyone can combine multiple bets for a bigger payout with DraftKings Same Game Parlays. You can do that uh, for the Michigan TCU game, Ohio State, and Georgia. So just download the DraftKings Sportsbook app now to get in on the holiday hoops and football action Sign up with code HUGE. Then place that $5 pregame Moneyline bet on any NBA team to win and get $150 in free bets if they do. Also, you can drop a same-game parlay or bet on Michigan or TCU and the same thing with Ohio State and Georgia. That's only when you download the DraftKings Sportsbook app and use promo code HUGE when you sign up. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call the Michigan Department of Health and Human Services Gambling Disorder Helpline at 1-800-270-7117. 21 and up in Michigan only. Eligibility and deposit restrictions apply. Bonus issued as free bets. Eligibility and terms at DraftKings.com slash basketball terms. More on Michigan TCU. Next segment, Anthony Broom from the Wolverine.com. He'll make his prediction And he'll join us next. From St. Joseph to Midland, this show is huge. Are you ready? The toughest sport on dirt is back for an all-new 2023 season. Join the party and come watch the Cowboys of the PBR Tractor Supply Company Classic ride the rankest bulls on the planet live at Van Andel Arena, January 27th and 28th. Tickets on sale now at PBR.com or Ticketmaster.com. The PBR Tractor Supply Company Classic at Van Andel Arena, January 27th and 28th. Van Andel Institute Purple Community is a grassroots fundraising network powered by the dedicated volunteers who support VAI's mission to improve human health now and in the future. When you raise funds through the Van Andel Institute Purple Community, 100% of the proceeds go directly to the Institute's research 
into diseases like cancer and Parkinson's, as well as VAI science education programs. Learn how you can get involved at purplecommunity.org. Dirty oil can easily wreak havoc on your vehicle's engine, so be sure to change the oil at recommended intervals. And for a motor oil that outperforms conventional and synthetic blends, try Mobile One, the full synthetic motor oil that keeps your engine running like new. Ask for Mobile One at your local Auto Value Auto Parts store. And don't forget to pick up a Wix XP oil filter to complete the job, because when it comes to oil changes, we've got you covered at Auto Value, where service is the difference. We get it. Bill Simonson here for my good friend Tom Rosenbach. Now, he's a managing partner at Bean Garter. They're one of America's top accounting and business firms. They're based in downtown Grand Rapids. They now have merged with Dorn Mayhew from the east side of the state, and they're stronger than ever before in the state of Michigan, the Midwest, and coast to coast when it comes to your accounting and business needs. Find out more at beangarter.com. That's B-E-E-N-E-G-A-R-T-R.com. Also, Tom has stepped up with $1,500 in cash in the Beat Huge Pro Football Picks Contest. Now, if you beat my picks just one week, you'll be in the drawing at the end of the pro football season for $1,500 in cash from Tom Rosenbach and Bean Garter. Thursday night game is always a freebie. You have until Sunday morning to play every week through the big game. You can play once or play every week. Do what you want to, but get your picks in now at thehugeshow.net. You're listening to The Huge Show on the Michigan Sports Network. The Huge Show is back live across Michigan. Superfly Hayes is our executive producer. We always originate from the Auto Value Bumper to Bumper Parts Stores studio. TCU Michigan tomorrow. Kick off a little after four Michigan time in the desert in Arizona. Wolverines on the DraftKings Sportsbook app big board. Seven and a half point favorite. I like Michigan big here. I, I think it's an easy double digit win based on the rushing yards that TCU has given up per game all season long. Anthony Broom is with the Wolverine.com. He checks in, want to get his final thoughts on the eve of Michigan TCU. How you doing, Anthony? Did we lose him? Oh, we got him now? There he goes. You there, Anthony? I am here. Hello. I think I pushed the wrong button. That's okay. I'm excited about the game. You know, uh, on everything you've heard, uh, read, uh, that you've written uh, when it comes to this TCU-Michigan game. What intrigues you the most about this matchup? I think it's going to be the Michigan defense against that TCU offense. Uh, Max Duggan is a guy who obviously a Heisman finalist. Um, you know, they, they run an air raid type of passing attack, but, you know, they'll also run the ball too, and, and they're fairly balanced. You know, we, we think about teams from the Big 12, and, Typically, it's up-tempo, and they throw the ball 50, 60 times a game. No, this is still a TCU team that, um, you know, I don't know that it's 50-50, but, you know, they'll only drop back maybe 30, 35 times a game. And, and they're, they've got a deep plethora of wide receivers. They've got a, a very good running back. And then Duggan is a guy that can kind of get on his horse and make plays with his legs, too. So, um, you know, Michigan has – its defense has, has been touted as a no-star defense. 
has a bunch of guys at every level that um, is, is always well-prepared and makes plays. That, to me, is the chess match of this game. I mean, if, if TCU is able to move the ball and finish their drives with touchdowns, it's going to be a four-quarter battle, um, you know, despite what analytics say and what uh, pundits might seem to think about this game. Um, this is not a layup for Michigan. Uh, let's move on quickly here and get your thoughts on the game you covered for the Wolverine.com last night. Just a god-awful performance, almost start to finish in the loss to CMU at home, a team that was ranked close to 300 in the Ken Palm ratings before tip-off last night against Michigan. And I, I don't know if it's fixable. I get effort, and it wasn't there last night in the break, and it's not your normal crowd. But I just don't think Michigan has the talent to be an upper-tier team in the Big Ten and maybe even make the NCAA tournament. I just don't. No, last night's loss uh, from a Michigan perspective is is unforgivable. I mean, there's no there's no reason that that should happen. I mean, that's one that harkens back to, I think it was 2014 or 2013, whatever it was, when they lost to uh, Eastern Michigan and NJIT. Um, this team is more talented than that Michigan team was, and it has its it has its warts. This team has its warts in roster construction, and athleticism. And that's something that the head coach already has to wear. But I think the most unforgivable, uh, unforgivable and, and disheartening thing about them is that they don't play very hard. Uh, if they don't respect the opponent, if it's not a, a team like a Virginia or a North Carolina or Kentucky, they don't get up and play very hard. And, and the, the, big, the most damning thing you can say about that performance last night is that the fact that they lost the game like that isn't surprising because that's how they've played all of these non-conference bye games this year. Uh, you know, you credit CMU for for coming out and fighting and and, and making enough plays to win, but um, that was pathetic. And I really do feel like this is kind of an a, a, we're kind of at one of those turning points here of of where is this going to go for Juwan Howard and the Michigan Wolverines? Now you're looking at a situation. You come out of non conference play. You're sitting at seven and five. You probably have to go. You know, thirteen and seven, fourteen and six in Big Ten. Play. Not happening. Yeah, to even have a chance, and, and I don't see it. Um, and that's a problem in year four. I mean, these are all Joanne Howard's guys. They've recruited fairly well, but they haven't um, – just some of those guys haven't developed. I mean, uh, Terrence Williams is basically a black hole in the starting lineup at the four right now. And Hunter Dickinson, I'm sorry. Um, you know, when he comes back, you're expecting that guy to be a national player of the year type of guy. And um, he, he, just, he just hasn't been. Um, he hasn't – played uh engaged enough I, I i don't i don't like the approach last night he only had eight shot attempts it's just um it's a mess and i gotta be honest uh you know effort and want to and compete level uh i just i don't see it with this group and then that's that's a that's a shame yeah the, the season will tell the story and also uh where you're at moving forward you know you get a michigan state coming in one of their best recruiting classes of all time Rest of the Big Ten, what they're doing, can Juwan keep up? And it's usually about once you get your guys, uh, that's that that's when you really see a staff and their impact. And still a lot of season left, but I just don't see uh, the talent depth for them uh, to you know be top half of the Big Ten. Uh, if they could finish middle of the pack, that might say something. But we'll wait and see. Anthony Broom with the Wolverine.com. Complete team coverage of everything University of Michigan Athletics including Michigan basketball and Michigan TCU. That's Wolverine.com. 
Follow them on Facebook and on Twitter. Uh, Anthony, enjoy that TCU game tomorrow. Thanks for your time this week. Of course. I'm looking forward to it. Thanks, guys. All right, Anthony Broom. Yeah, I, you know, they had a nice tournament run. I, I just I don't see talent. I really don't. I, I don't see the depth because you need you need players to give you minutes. There's going to be foul trouble. There's going to be nagging injuries. There's going to be injuries. There's going to be just guys needing a blow on the sidelines. And Michigan doesn't have it. They are who they are. And the lack of effort uh, when you have a, a new lineup, when you have new faces, and Dickinson's not going to lead them with all the NIL money he's getting. See, this is about the NIL deals. I've said this about Texas A&M, Alabama. When these guys are getting paid, what's driving them to give it their all on the floor? What is? And right now with Dickinson, I don't see it. I mean, they've had a couple of eight games, Arizona State and this one, and a lot of basketball left. They can write the ship, but um, I don't see them as an NCAA tournament team, and I think they'll be lucky to get to five wins, six wins in Big Ten play. All right, speaking of Michigan, on the upside here, that trip of a lifetime, how would you like to be out in L.A. if Michigan beats TCU tomorrow and they get to the college football playoff national championship game? You have to be 21 and up. Just text C-H-A-M-P-S. That's CHAMPS to 21000. You have until Monday at noon. The winner will be announced Monday after 3. Text CHAMPS to 21000. One entry per phone number. And you must be 21. That's airfare for two on a chartered plane out of Detroit. Two tickets to the game. Transportation to and from the game. Two nights luxurious hotel in the L.A. area. Parties and more. It's a trip of a lifetime. And by the way, if Michigan doesn't win, the alternate grand prize is a trip for two to Georgia to golf and also see the Masters, and spend a day and get the VIP treatment. Text CHAMPS uh, to 21000. That's C-H-A-M-P-S to 21000. Spread the word to all of your friends, family, and coworkers, and you can enter until Monday at noon. Everything huge, 24-7 at thehugeshow.net. BetMGM, the king of sportsbooks, unleashes the spirit of Las Vegas with BetMGM Rewards. Hi, this is Matt Shepard. Every time you make a wager at BetMGM, you can earn BetMGM Rewards points that you can redeem for online bonus credits like free bets. It's never been easier to join the action on the new BetMGM app, featuring a fresh redesign with improved features and quicker navigation. If you're planning a trip to Las Vegas, you can also convert your BetMGM points into MGM Rewards points that you can use towards dining, shows, and hotel rooms at over 20 MGM resorts located on the Las Vegas Strip and nationwide. BetMGM Rewards is sports betting premier loyalty program, including exclusive offers, incredible experiences, and valuable perks. When you wager with BetMGM, sign up with BetMGM or log in today and take advantage of the BetMGM Rewards. Visit BetMGM.com for terms and conditions. Must be 21 years of age or older to wager. Michigan only. If you think you have a gambling problem, call 1-800-270-7117 for confidential help. Excludes Michigan disassociated persons.
Have you been to a Grand Rapids Gold basketball game yet inside Van Andel Arena? They're the Denver Nuggets G League team, and they feature talent from Kentucky, Baylor, Stanford, Duke, and more. Get your tickets now at Ticketmaster.com or the Van Andel Arena box office. And don't forget their home game specials. Tuesdays, two-for-one tickets. Thursdays, $2 beers and $2 dogs. And the Sunday Family 4-Pack. Get four tickets and a $20 concession voucher for only 50 bucks. Get your Grand Rapids Gold tickets now. Kick off the new year with great game day deals at Meyer. Ready, set, score big with small avocados for 49 cents each for guacamole. Or buffalo chicken dip with Meyer family pack boneless skinless chicken breast for $1.99 per pound. And Doritos are two for $5 with Emperks. Then grab some drinks to cheers every time your team runs up the score. Plus, pay the same low Meyer prices no matter how you shop, in store or online. There are so many ways to enjoy the big games and ring in the new year at Meyer. Exclusions apply. See all the deals in the Meyer app. Hey, Michigan, let's go big. I'm Herman Moore, Lions All-Pro wide receiver, and I'm talking real big-time winning on the hottest slots and table games on one incredible app, Eagle Casino and Sports. Sign up now and get up to $1,500. That's right. We'll match your first two deposits for up to $1,500 plus 100 free spins. Eagle Casino and Sports. Made in Michigan. Made for Michigan. Must be 21 or older in Michigan to play. You're listening to The Huge Show on the Michigan Sports Network. Doug Karsh, heck of a year. Year one is voice of Michigan football. He's standing by on the Meyer guest line, getting set for that game Saturday out in Arizona. How you doing, Karsh? Good. I'm actually on my way to practice. Uh, so from everybody you talk to, Jansen, who does the games with you on the Michigan IMG Network, uh, what, what's the difference you see, feel? Because you were on the sidelines last year with the Wolverines down uh, in Florida preparing for Georgia. Uh, what's the biggest difference you see from this team to a year ago? Ooh, great question. Um, well, first of all, they're very deep up front defensively. And early in the year, I was talking with Steve Klinkscale, the secondary coach, obviously isn't up front, but he said his guys are starting to complain because they're not playing many plays. The starters were getting a lot of outs, and by the third quarter, he was pulling guys after they'd only played you know, 20 or, or 30 plays, and he said this is going to matter in November when we need you to go 60 plays, but you've only got, you know, 450 plays under your belt as opposed to the guy you're going against who's got 600 plays, 800 plays, and we're going to be fresher. And I think it, I actually do think it's made a difference in a lot of areas. The only group defensively, like the linebackers aren't particularly deep, but the defensive line at all four positions goes three deep and they rotate them through so much. And then when they pared it down in the bigger games, you know, the Mike Morrises of the world were fresher. The, well, he didn't play at the end, but you, the starters, Mozzie Smith or Chris Jenkins, those guys were fresher because they didn't have as much wear on the tread. So they have more sacks this year than they did a year ago. And then, you know, offensively, it's the same deal. They can bully you. And it's been impressive to watch up front offensively. The, the, to go back-to-back with the Joe Moore Award with different people in there, it tells you something about what they're doing in recruiting and what they're doing in developing players. Doug Karsh, voice of Michigan football, joining us here on the Huge Show uh, across Michigan. You know, and looking at TCU and breaking down the numbers and watching some of their games this year, I'm not a big fan 
of their 11-man defensive unit. It ranks actually statistically below a New Mexico State, and I know they've played a tougher schedule than New Mexico State. I know their offense is averaging 38 points a game and Michigan 40. I, I just think as long as Michigan doesn't give the ball away, uh, they'll get through this game by double digits. Well, we can talk about that. I like the idea, the visual of huge watching New Mexico State film to compare them to TC. I did, and it was it was really close. You went way down that wormhole. Um, Okay, well, I have more respect for them, I guess, than you do. I I, specifically, you're you're right about their defense to a degree. Uh, I think their secondary is really good, Um, but offensively. I think they're going to score points, and I expect this to be a shootout. Uh, they are they are big on the perimeter, and they will throw a lot of fifty fifty balls, and they win fifty fifty balls. and And Duggan presents a threat that we haven't seen Michigan face a lot this year in terms of a quarterback that can run. He's like Tunga Vailoa, except better. Uh, and they got a, a running back. I was watching uh, Kendry Miller run, and I, I watched a couple games. I'm like, who does he remind me of? Who does he remind me of? And it clicked. And the old-timers will remember this. He reminds me of Leroy Horde, who ran at Michigan uh, back in the late 80s, early 90s. And so I think this is going to be a shootout, and I think it's going to be close. I, 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 their three-three-five is really weird. Rushing three and creating no pressure um, really is strange. But at the end of the day, I think Michigan wins. But I think TCU is good enough to win this game. And I actually think TCU offensively could give Georgia fits if they played them. Doug Karsh, voice of Michigan football. So Michigan, uh, in terms of health, where they're at, uh, the break, uh, pluses and minuses you see for Harbaugh and the Wolverines. Well, I mean, getting Mike Morris back healthy is going to be a big deal for them. Um, I like giving the staff more time to prepare for an opponent. Uh, they've been very good at the locker room at halftime. And they've been very good at preparing for games. People talk about slow starts, and they, they are sort of slow starts. Michigan has scored on in J.J.'s opening possession. Since he's been starter, the only game they didn't score on and their first possession was against Michigan State when they fumbled. They've only punted on their first possession once all year, and that was the opener when Cade was the starting quarterback. And so they prepare, they script these plays. Oluwatimi said they, by the time a game rolls around, they'll have run the first series five times. And now they're going to have even more time to prepare. So maybe, maybe they can script a few drives, right, huge, and, and get off to play better in the second quarter, um, but they're really good right out of the gate. Then they settle down. They come in at halftime. The players say the coaches first ask for feedback from the players. What are you seeing? What's giving you a problem? They'll take that information in, make their changes, and they've been the best team in the country. That's Check that. Second best team in the country in terms of second-half point differential. TCU's really good in the second half, too, though. they got an 18-point comeback and a 17-point comeback in games this year. So, um, should be should be interesting, but I think more time. Yeah, it's, uh, you know I like what the staff can do with it. Yeah, I just I, I think the difference in this game will be TCU's defense and Michigan will take advantage of. If they can't stop the run, then uh, it will be similar to most Michigan games where they pound you, pound you, pound you. Then if you do slow them down, they hit you with the pass. And I think TCU would rank behind Ohio State, Penn State uh, teams they played would be second or third. There'd be the argument there. So. I like Michigan, and then if they get to L.A., who knows, uh, Georgia or Ohio State. I, Ohio State, and, this, and, I'll, and I'll send you on your way. I know you're going to practice, but for Ohio State in the Final Four, all right, the Final Four of college football, 
I'm not I'm not hearing anything about the Buckeyes anywhere. And we're in the Midwest. <laughs> yeah, it's it's interesting. They they are I, I don't think people expect them to get past Georgia. We'll see. They've had time to prepare. The one thing I'll say about your prediction for the game is that TCU the best rushing team they played this year was probably Texas, and they shut them down. But they sold out and challenged Quinn Ewers to beat them. And when Ohio State sold out and challenged J.J. McCarthy in the Michigan passing game to beat them, what happened? And the other thing is when you sell out to stop the run, and Ohio State did, if you break through that first wave of defenders – Seven has taken it to the house, right? So, uh, yeah, you're 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 on to the formula. I think TCU will try and employ the Texas game plan, but that comes with a huge risk, as we saw Ohio State did. In fact, remember the first play of the second half against Purdue? They'd stack the line of scrimmage. Donovan Edwards made one man wit, one man miss, and almost scored then too. So. Um, they've got. I, I expect it to be a similar formula when they play Michigan as what they did against Texas. Doug Karsh, John Jansen on the Michigan Wolverine IMG Network. Uh, kick off a little after 4 p.m. Michigan time on Saturday in the desert against TCU. Wolverines win. They're off to L.A. against the winner of Georgia and Ohio State. Uh, enjoy the time out there. Have a great call, Doug. Hey, huge. Appreciate it. Big. Bad. Huge.